0: Good morning, everyone. Special time this week, Sunday, 10 a.m., and that is to accommodate my next guest. And I'm excited to be talking to Tammy. She works Monday to Friday, so she can't just pop on here on a Friday at 12 o'clock, but we've got her today, and I'm really looking forward to this one because Tammy's been someone that's been very influential in my life and my family's life. She's been a great help to to me, my wife, and kids her uh, unique gifts and talents. And I know some people who'll be watching who have visited her and know the impact that she can make. So welcome Tammy.
1: Thank you, Ian. It's great to be with you and hi to everyone.
0: So I say to people you're you're the kinesiologist for my kids, but really what we've been talking about is you're you don't you do some things that are like kinesiology, but you actually that's not how you would describe yourself. So what you do talk about, and we had it in there in the bio, um, neuro emotional technique and neurological integration system. So mm-hmm. they're, big, they're big terms and and I, what I'd love for you to describe is the work that you do and how that impacts people. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into more depth, but maybe just in simple terms on, on the impact that you're able to have.
1: Mm. So the, the NET is is neuroemotional technique, as you described. So it's it's really finding out and tracking where our issues, problems, anxiety, depression, trauma stems from. So we've got, obviously, times when we know we've had X trauma happen. So through muscle testing, which is what the kinesiology similarity is, but it's it's allowing us to identify the emotion track it back through the muscle testing timelining it and then we I, do, I call it a hookup so we we hold a meridian point on the body and now and our limbic system get a snapshot of the of the picture and it helps to resolve the anxiety or the trauma so it's a very very quick safe non-invasive way of helping people get through their their um, issues.
0: Yeah, and and what, what I love about it, particularly for the kids, is that they get to see that a lot of the patterns of behaviour that they're going through and the challenges they're experiencing and the frustrations they have and anxieties and whatever else, when they go and see you, they realise that none of that's their fault. And that's just mm-hmm. so freeing, particularly when a lot of those patterns are coming from Maybe their parents, or from other people in their world and other circumstances. Again, not saying it's those people's fault either, but it's yeah. just those patterns that are repeating. So, yeah. so if someone, if a, if a, yeah, because I know you you treat people of all ages. I, I'm the the like because you've been such a positive impact for my children. I want to sort of dig more deeply there. If someone comes to you, like a, a young person, and they're presenting with some sort of anxiety, maybe describe how you take them through that process, um, not from a like the scientific side of things, but what they would experience, given as you described, it's a really calm and um, non-threatening way for them to clear whatever that uh, behavior is.
1: Hmm yeah so first of all i i mean some some kids arrive and this is any age and some people they actually can't verbalize how they feel they just know i've got anxiety or i have social anxiety or i shut down in the situation i don't know how to handle myself around that so it's it's really just we can go with the body and and go with the feeling of it and uh you know can be a little confronting for them because just with being the practitioner, being able to say, uh, okay, here's the anxiety. This is very quickly, this is what it has to do with. Does that resonate with you? And they kind of think, uh, okay, how do you know that? And it's not that, it's not that I'm, you know, this woo-woo person. It's, 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 it's just a matter of mother, father, this timing, this was the event. Oh, yes, that's right, because, you know, we all have times that we have no recollection of events that have happened because we've blocked them out for whatever reason. And, you know, it is in the subconscious. So, we, you know, it's, this is what I mean. It's a very safe way of, of of pulling that and then removing that emotion and, you know, the result is, wow, I actually feel quite good. I actually feel lighter. That's not so much i'm not driven by that so much anymore
0: yeah amazing yeah. and then mm. i know that every time i get a session and i come out and i and i still have those moments of like i can't believe i was getting so caught up in my head about what i couldn't do there and now it's cleared yeah. and and that's yeah. no longer holding me back and yeah. this is why i talk so passionately about this because it's like as you described like often people have had an experience where they've had to go through and talk about a moment in their life over and over again and it's keeping them almost stuck in that pattern whereas if you go to someone like yourself and be able to clear that it doesn't mean that the memory disappears if they have one sometimes like you said they don't even have a memory it's just that how we look at that particular part of our life mm. is no longer impacting us with that emotional reaction
1: so i'd like to describe it this way uh, we get on a loop And we just can't we just repeat 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 the picture the event the feelings and we're just keeping it live all the time and you know i say you know it's right up in your face so once the work's done it's out there and it's you know it's diluted so yes it's happened to you but the actual impact it has is so much less
0: yeah an area that is, again, big for me from my own experience and even just this week, so I had an injury from a couple of weeks ago that wasn't getting better and I went to to see my kinesiologist down here and um, a couple of days later, I'm, I'm my leg's free and I played yesterday in our, in our grand final. Okay. How would you describe that process where people have a physical injury or a physical ailment or illness that they mm-hmm. think I've tried everything but it won't work and they come to you and you're able to clear the emotional part of that injury, illness or ailment that allows them to heal much quicker.
1: Yeah, so we obviously we're made up, we're we're structural, we're emotional, we have have chemical toxicities that affect us. So, you know, if people, you know, go, oh, my shoulder, my leg, I've been to the doctor, I've had scans, I've had physio done, I've had da-da-da-da-da-da. There is, you know, you've got to go, what else is going on here? So hence the emotional component. And it sounds weird, but, you know, things can be resolved very quickly where once we let go of the things that are, we're on the loop. So we've got, I call it, we have so many apps open. Yes. You know we're going along our day, but we've got that app and that app, and and once we shut them down, then you know suddenly we have a resolution of the of the issue or of the knee or of the shoulder, and I, mean, I see it daily, and it's quite remarkable.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you said that because in the work I do is the same. It doesn't matter how many times you do it, and you have that, you get that feedback from someone of of what they're able then to go and do it just. It's um yeah, it just gives you so much joy, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, oh, I love it. Absolutely. Every day I'm inspired and uh, it's I just mean, love, I've had some pretty heavy cases of clients that have come in and, you know, from uh, things that have happened to adults as children, which are just mortifying. And, you know, I've had over the years, I've been doing this for a very long time, but over the years, you know, young ones coming in that have self-harmed and, you know, it's just tragic. Yeah. Tragic that they have to, you know, do that sort of thing for whatever reason. And, um, you know, to be able to help, help them get over that and, you know, validate them, you know, they are, the, one of the biggest things that you would hear this to Ian, is, uh, you know, people feel they're not enough, they're they're not doing enough they're not showing up enough they're you know and it's all really got to do with love
0: yeah yeah feel not loved yeah and I I imagine like you said the validation like often just being in a safe space to be heard to actually Mm. be able to talk about things that are going on in their head which they think they're the only one experiencing that and they're and there might be there might be different because of that, but then realizing that actually that's pretty normal for people to experience those sort of moments, yeah. particularly for all of us, we've gone through different things that have that have created patterns of behaviour that um that cause us to get stuck in those loops that you call
1: yeah yeah, and you know people will be I've never been the same since, or I've never been able to do this since. So it's a real anchor uh, that we have to. You know, unhook yeah. and uh, let people fly, and and that's again one of the greatest things that uh, that I can help people with is just help to to cut that cord from whatever is stopping them from soaring, and it's it's uh, just fabulous.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I love that too. Great description. So yeah. that just made me think of the other work that you do. So your setup there up up in Erin is amazing, and you've got the gym next door, and you've got the. Uh, and then your office there, um, and so you you're building in parts of it where it's around. I um, know you're, you're big on weight loss, and right. so what I love about that, and I know from my own experience that sometimes when we're trying to lose weight, we can be working, 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 and go, "Why are I getting anywhere?" And then that's where your the work that you do with the emotional side of it comes in as well, right? But you don't yeah. just do that. You actually you actually use the the um, medical herbs and um and the other different techniques and um supplements that you use so could you tell us a little bit about that and and how that works and the impact that that has on people
1: so if we're looking at a a classic weight loss client uh we do uh we do actually manufacture our own protein powder as well. So we've got kind of the whole package coming together. So obviously we have to look at and assess someone's food and diet, which, uh, you know, people think that they've kind of got it all together. And when it's it's on paper and, and a little bit more simple explanation of what the food groups do and how they impact your body, and, I mean, you would know, in, in your, in your uh, sport you know you, you're, you're eating this type of food your performance would be less but you're eating yeah. the higher quality and then you know you, you've got it all happening so it's just assisting helping supporting the, the the food component some people do yes they need the supplementation to support don't actually push that, but, you know, some people do want to look and feel better and that requires a little more than, than our food initially. So uh, I personally take supplements I have for for eons and it serves me well. So I feel at my age my performance is pretty good. I'm able to, you know, get through a pretty full day each and every day and, and I know that that is a result of what I follow, the the uh, the diet and the exercise and the supplementation that I follow. So, so for the client, back to the weight loss client. So we get to yes, they're they're following the program, they're losing weight, but then you start to hear the talk and the sabotage, and this is where now the NEP comes in, and you know it's just fascinating to hear where where it goes, and you know the whose whose issue. Is contributing to our issue is you know yeah. mum mum or oh, mum always dieted or dad always dieted or dad you know had this real thing about putting on weight and vice versa and I'll never forget my mother who you know she was only a little little lady short lady and she was her weight fluctuated
0: yeah.
1: uh, all through our lives and uh, to before she died. Uh, which was six years ago. And I mean, she's the tiniest thing, but in here she's still. I said to her, i noticed her lying and having a rest. And I said, "Oh, mum, you're so thin. You're so tiny." And just that automatic, she said, "No, no, I'm I'm overweight or I'm I'm fat or what?" And I went, "Oh, it's yeah." So it's you know, it's wow. a it's a lifelong pattern for some people that don't get work. So that's what I'm saying. People need to need to get that assistance. Need to get the work. Yeah. And uh, it's freeing.
0: Amazing. Um, yeah. Comment from Mark there, such valuable work you do tomorrow. We all need help at times to redirect our thinking and get us soaring again. Absolutely well said, Thank Mark. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And we do need more people like this in the world.
1: And just so, the other side, uh, Ian, the NIS side, so that's neurological and that's a, a, a amazing work in itself. So the way I describe this is... Uh, we can have a, a pretty severe uh, viral infection, say, and you know our body has an innate ability to to heal itself. Obviously, uh, otherwise we'd be all gone. <laughs> so, with uh, with the neurological, it's you know I've had the virus, my body's recovered, but it hasn't quite got there, you know, and they might have this post uh, chronic fatigue or. Uh, you know, the, the energy levels aren't there or the immune system is not quite, you know, fully functioning. So in that in that way, the, the simplest way I can describe it, it's like the, the brain wants to connect, say, let's go to the adrenals and, you know, we're, we're just fatigued, we've got nothing in the tank, can't get out of bed in the morning. So it's the brain and an extension cord, and you've got the adrenals, and the cord is just hanging there. So the neurological, which does involve some tapping on the brain and holding the, the points, and it's just like plugging it back in. And seriously, I, I can, I verify this. I have seen it, and people, it, it, they just pop, and they're just back. I call it back online. Yeah, which is, which is awesome. And then, of course, I do the emotion ar- around that. So it's um, it's quite a complete picture. It's 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 amazing.
0: Yeah, that's just give me a flashback. So um, I used to do work with uh, with your brother Nick, and yeah. the one that he had to plug into me a few times, like a back end of corporate days where I was heavily relying on coffee and and yeah, so disconnected from the adrenals to the point where they were. Um, what's it called yeah fatigued and 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 how that just impacts every part of you and then being able to go through that process is just so powerful to move you forward in your in your health but also just how that impacts positively on the your mental capacity as well
1: absolutely i have this lady that sees me regularly and uh, she showed up one day with a heart halter on she had some pretty Pretty extreme palpitations, and uh, she said, "Do you mind if I have this on with our work?" And I, I said, "No, let's let's see how it goes." So one of the the screens that uh, I do, and particularly for in her case, was uh, checking some some heart functioning uh, through the work, and um, it was it was showing that it needed integration. So we call that an integration. So yep. identify whether it's, you know, the left atrium or the, the um, sorry, right atrium, left ventricle, and just, you know, getting the brain that switched back on. And uh, after the appointment, she was due to return the halter and um, get, you know, whatever results. So she says to the nurse, just out of interest, would you mind telling me? What? How the reading was around three o'clock,
0: yeah.
1: and and the nurse says, "Well, your heart was functioning much better then." Wow! So that was quite profound. I thought.
0: Yeah. yeah. So she yeah. said, "That's
1: all I needed to know." Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and so we you talked before about I mean, this might have been before we jumped on live, and we're talking about. Uh, the different body parts and I oh, know you it was what we were talking live sorry you're talking about the shoulder and all the different body parts represent a different part of of our emotional system as well right so so a heart represents something that's going on now and now like and so um, I don't know like you would be familiar with Louise Hay's work where that's mm-hmm. a lot of what she talks about and, and it's links to the the actual event or trauma that you may have experienced or what you're going through do you do you use that as knowledge and really all you're doing is you're getting information from the particular person you're seeing or or is that helpful when, when you, okay, this is what's going on and you can pull that knowledge? How does it work? Do you, are, you, are you getting that information purely from them or, f- or from a combination of things?
1: I'd have to say a combination. So, I, I have, as I've gone on, um, I'm working more intuitively as well. So, you know, I put my ego aside and make that whole clinical, and, you know, it has to be like this instead of letting the flow and <laughs> your words, letting the flow and allowing the process to happen. So, you know, it's it's just really um, letting go of that control and controlling the situation. I mean, our bodies. Uh, responding and it's not happy so what's it about instead of saying it has to be this you know well maybe it's not you know let's let's explore it and and see what we can find so often uh, if someone presents with anger and I'll have men that will come in and say I'm so angry road rage I just lose it you know this I don't know why so underneath that might be depression or it might be high anxiety so it's it's a matter of, you know, okay, let's go in with the uh, feeling of your anger and maybe it has to do with more depression or maybe, you know, again, I'm not being hurt or um, I'm talking I'm but I'm not getting the result I want. So now we have expectations. So it's, yeah, you've really got to we call it go down the rabbit hole (laughs) (laughs) and uh and then come back to you know what the initial issue was
0: yeah so the what the the question that comes to me now is for people who maybe have been curious about this but have worried about going down the rabbit hole or maybe they've got some fear around what it may show now now Mm -hmm. i know that once you go and do this once it's like oh this is amazing this is something i want to continue to make part of my life how what would be the way that you would put that message across to someone who perhaps has been thinking about this sort of work but when it takes away a belief system they've held for a long time so that can be scary in itself how would you help them ease into that so they can get started on something that maybe is Outside of their belief system.
1: Yeah. Look, I have to be honest, it's, it's, uh, some people are, re- are really freaked out with it. They actually yeah. are quite, uh, comfortable in that fear or pain yep. and not having that, they don't know how to operate. So, you know, I, for some people, I, I go, let's, let's give it a go. Uh, it may not be for you. Uh, if it is, great. I hope to see you again. If not, completely understand so you know it's it's giving them the allowing them that the power and you know their decision and, and not making them wrong because they don't understand how great it is yes it's a matter of you're not ready and you know i have people come and they hold my business walk in with my business card and they've said i've wanted to see you for two years i've just never been able to get here for whatever reason so You know and yeah you're right once once people start on it it's it is a bit addictive because we want to better ourselves and personally i has completely changed my life and who i am and how i operate and um i'm glad that that person that i was is back there
0: Yeah, Yeah, I feel that. Me too. Um, And then there are some people who go and see you once and then want to come back and see you the next week, like uh, a friend of mine who was there recently. And then he started – he told me he started telling all the people at work and their book and he wanted to – yeah. And so that's the sort of impact it can have, right? He saw the impact on his children. I actually remember when I was talking to Nick, when I'd first been seeing Nick, I'm like, how am I going to get the rest of the family here? He said, just bring them all together in one session. And we we went there. I remember the kids going – what, how does he know that? What what's going on? And and yeah. but it was also magical because suddenly they got this experience of of a new way of looking at things that had had um been a a challenge for them. So yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But also in that capacity, when, when we you know we do family clearings like that, it's it, it's for kids to be able to see their parents vulnerable. Yeah. And that's, you know, kids sometimes have their parents on a pedestal and, you know, they, they can do no wrong. And so it's very, very important for them to say, wow, I, I'm i seeing mum or dad in this way and that's okay. Not, oh, that's making me feel uncomfortable or insecure. It's just they're a human being with feelings and their own issues that, um, you know, so to be able to share it is very, very important. It's very yeah. important for our to
0: us as as humans. Absolutely. And and I think about my own experience with my kids if you're upset about something and they're like so worried because of that, like what like you said, that pedestal, but when they understand, understand the work and how whatever yeah. someone's going through is their own stuff and it's not anyone else's fault. That's just, yeah, the freedom that comes with that's just so powerful.
1: Yeah.
0: So oh I just want to just one more thing around the food. The other thing that um, I wanted to mention is, and something that you helped me with, is there's not one size fits all for food. So some people's body type or emotional type or, I don't know, is it neurological makeup as well, that means some foods just don't agree with their system. So, for example, for, for me it was bananas and, and I, like, they, I love them, but the impact it was having on me and my system and how it was blocking me up and then and then by having a session with you to help you show me that, no, that's not something that I should be having regularly at all. So how how does, is that just reading the body or is that something else? How do you come about those sort of...
1: Well, we do have a, a, um, a point on the body, which is known as the allergy point. And, uh, you know, again, people coming in with all sorts of foods and supplements and just checking that, that their body is congruent with it and uh, or, or not. So in, in that situations like bananas are there first and I've got this gentleman in mind uh loves bananas an older man and uh but has very bad sinus so you know he would be eating maybe two bananas a day and we go look. just let's wind it right back to you know one to start because people you take things away from people and they just like nearly have a meltdown <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have you know you wind it back and then every second day and then see if, you're, if your symptoms resolve. So, you know, you get the same thing with gluten. Um, for some people, absolutely okay. For others, it's not. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. I'm, I'm sensitive to it. I prefer not to have it. When I do, I, I go, okay, you're ready for the fallout. So I've got to own what I'm doing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> or take the appropriate... Um, a uh, supplement that will limit the, you know, my body's response to it. So it's, uh, you know, some people just like to stay in the pain, which is okay as well.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yes. It's a great point because it's not about being perfect and it's not about saying you have to stop all of these things. It's just knowing this is what like it's knowledge, right? So a great example was last night, I mentioned we we had a celebration last night, and yeah, i had I had a bread roll and a and a piece of bread. now I barely eat bread. now. and the same I had the same conversation with myself, all right, you' you're going to do this, but you've got to be prepared with what's what's going to come tomorrow, and it's like, and that's okay yeah. sometimes. It's just uh, it's always choice and and that's yeah. Like, yeah, so free.
1: So, accountable, we have to be accountable for ourselves in 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 every way.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm always curious about how people get into the work that they do. So I'd love to sort of dig deeper on, on your journey. So, when you were, do you have a really young memory of having this intuition and ability to sort of work out what was going on with other people in your world?
1: I'd have to say I've, I, was, I was always a sensitive, very sensitive child. And, um, Coming on one of six, and coming from such a big family, a lot of emotions, a lot of—it was I'd have to say—quite a, a, a lot of um, conflict at times. I yep. uh, had a fiery Hungarian father, and uh, quite quite a, a controlling figure to, to all of us. And you know, things were done this way, and there was no flexibility. Yep. And you know, so when you're a sensitive person, you fall in line. You know, you don't challenge that at all. Yeah. So, um, mum was a school teacher, and she was always the, the you know, the nice um, element, that calm element coming in. And uh, so, I just kind of rocked through school. It wasn't something I I absolutely adored, but you know, did it because we we, we have to be educated, obviously. Yeah. And um, so, my very first. Uh, thoughts of what I wanted to do was actually in interior design. So I thought, yeah, that, that resonates really well with me. I was particularly good at school in that area. And for some unknown reason, that didn't uh, eventuate after uh, I did entrance uh, exams for it. Um, the next thing I was okay at was accountancy. So I... I went and studied accountancy, Didn't back to the end, and but the knowledge I got was uh, remarkable. And I worked for two a very small business, and then a company in the city. And decided, ah, nah, this is not for me. I, I you know, hit hit the wall brick wall every day. When no, that's this is not what I want to do. So yeah. I literally went into the health food uh, area and worked in in stores then i decided to make that yeah a career so did preliminary studies in it ended up managing some stores ended up owning my own health food store food this is real food yeah and uh my husband and i have had many businesses uh through our our working life and and marriage and they were always quite successful and so we did well there and then decided to study the herbalism side of things which you know that progressed into obviously consultations and more study and then i just had a thought one day i asked nick if it would be a good idea for me to get into the emotional side of things and you know, you know what things like. I said, oh yeah, how do, do it. Well, that was absolutely a game changer for me, an absolute game changer. And then I started, I studied the, the neurological, and so now that's basically someone will walk in with a a, a complaint, whether it's a I want to lose weight, whether it's anxiety. You know, what can I help you with today? And it's all of those things. So it's a matter of you know just pulling it into a, a plan and uh, ensuring that they're they want to work on themselves, they want to help themselves, and you know going from there. So it's now just that that circle for me and you know, the emotional, structural, food, and uh, yeah, it's it's
0: perfect. Holistic, love it. Holistic, right? Yeah. So over that journey, was there a moment or moments that really were defining moments for you changing direction like when you were going through that you know going on that corporate journey was there was there something that happened that that really pushed you to that point of change
1: that's a great question i i think back in the accountancy times it was i felt dead i actually felt dead yeah wow I mean, you know you can go in and and you know do Tax reports and and crunch the numbers and but you know day in day out I thought this is not this is not making me alive this is not this is not turning me on inside so yeah. that's what I was I was after I I I needed to have something that. I could get up every day and face and get involved with and and you know and, and inspire. I love I love to inspire and help people and you know get them as you do and and get them to a better place. So you know if that's a one a visit or a ten visit situation, it's uh, seeing that transformation is is really the just the highlight, the highlight for me.
0: So, a lot of what you've talked about, we've had a very similar journey. So, for me, I can remember sitting there being really emotionally in tune to what was going on, but feeling like that, being in that big family conflict, um, that's just normal for a big family. I imagine everyone I speak to from a big family says the same thing, so it's not like um, it's unusual. I just remember sitting there feeling a little bit a little, probably a lot, disconnected, and, and always sort of having that urge to help other people, so they didn't feel how I felt. Do you think that works in with you and and your journey too? Is that you've you've had these moments where you didn't feel aligned or in a place where you're inspiring, and, and now that's part of the passion that that does light you up when you're helping other people? Without a doubt, yeah, without a doubt. You know that that uh, inner
1: child that we have that was not. Comfortable with who they were at that period of time. So, for whatever reason, us not able to verbalise or feel free or behave and act in a certain way as a child. You know, you'd say you're so always, you know, hyper vigilant and self regulating and and you know walking on eggshells. And you know that's exhausting uh, for anyone. You know, particularly a child. So when you're in, in that in that zone. You know your your inner world is 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 turmoil. So you know how can you when you're dealing with that? How can you learn efficiently and form relationships efficiently? It's because you you know have got this this internal conflict happening all the time. So you know moving moving into the work I do and and particularly with children i just adore working with children to you know enable them to just be themselves and and express themselves in whatever way they want and feel safe is is the key
0: yeah remind me i need to connect you with a uh, another person on the coast in business who does similar work around exactly what you just said then. So that's a uh, right. connection. Um, and then what happens is that those, uh, we take that inner child into our adulthood with that same turmoil going on. And that's how we get those patterns like you described before, road rage and all those sorts of things. Like that was me, right? Like my, my all of my, uh, not all of them, but a lot of them came out in anger and they, were, they would burst out in, in inappropriate times. And so it really is that, in a child work right let's let's heal whatever those wounds are so that we can start moving forward as adults or if we're children even better learning at that age so that we don't take that baggage into our adult years. such powerful work absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and it's there's
1: nothing there's nothing better to see a child that is you know so highly anxious um you know talking separation anxiety from the parent or, you know, not being able to, you know, holding themselves back instead of, you know, giving something a go. Just to see that transformation is, is incredible. It really is. Uh, um, I had a young child, how old? He must have been about six or seven but when he first came and could not, like, had to be cleaved from his mother's leg to go to school and she'd have to wait there and, and then pick him up in the afternoon. So we started doing the work and, you know, suddenly he was able to catch the bus to school. And then the next step was he was able to go to before and after school care, which is a, a really big thing for a child. Uh, and he was so, had so much of a, um, uh, well, inhibitions, I suppose, uh that it held him back in other areas so he happened to like bmX racing and family yeah. and, and so to I've seen him so many times now but not so much recently and this child now is uh, a one of the the um I can't remember four, fourth in the state I think for wow. BMX. So you know it's just that just beautiful
0: yeah and and what also allows them to do is that, as different people, they be that influence that they now have within them is enables them to go out into with their peers and be able to make difference amongst the people that they're hanging out with and and uh not that, that doesn't come without challenges, but it, it actually you can see how they are able to hold themselves within groups of people and in their relationships. It's yeah, so. That, that's
1: another great point Ian. and and think because I use that language
0: hold hold yourself
1: you've got to be hold, able to hold yourself in whoever's space and yes. uh, whether it's a child or a teen or an adult um, you know we can come across people that for some reason even trigger us and you know we feel intimidated or less than or you know we collapse around it and you go what is that about what what is actually happening? here? So you know, being able to explore that that area is uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, even now, with everything that's going on in the world, uh, I'm a believer that don't look at what's going on, in the event, but what is the trigger within you that's happening, and how do you actually be able to to process that so that like you can't control that, but you can control how you react. And
1: absolutely. doing work
0: with someone like yourself will then have a massively positive impact on that. I'm I'm really curious, Tammy, you described you have these full weeks and you're seeing what, is it as many as eight or nine one hour consults a day for five days, is that, yeah? So that's a massive where where you are using your emotions and um, quite draining work. So what do you do to recharge each day and then on the weekend when you're able to switch out of that space?
1: Okay, so as I've said, I've done a lot of work on myself. So, you know, I've I've collapsed a lot of things around my parents being exhausted by work or, you know, you have to be tired at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, so, you know, I follow my own advice to others. We, you know, I'm up most mornings at 5 o'clock. We have the gym, so I, I ensure that I have a workout every day of some nature. Yeah. um eating, eating well of course sleeping is a, a big you know factor i do love my sleep but i just make sure that you know, we don't have to be in bed by x amount so i'm getting that that uh, good deep sleep but yeah. um i mean I'm, I'm very waking up in the morning I, I first thing i do is just be very grateful for for all i have um i do do sharper work so i'm making sure the energy centers are, are on and balanced i yeah. do do my own form of meditation. I have done guided meditation in the past, but it's just for me. It's just maybe sitting in my, in my veranda, looking at the vista, and having a cup of tea, and just just taking it all in. And I let my mind go wherever it goes. And um, you know, just that's a recharge for me. Lance and I have, you know, there is similar. Um, um, Things that we like to do. So he's a great support for me. And I, you know, we, we, as little time we have, we, we like to, to spend that together, of course, as couples do and, uh, bounce off, you know, ideas off each other. And, you know, we download and, and, you know, sometimes I, I might say, uh, I don't know what to do about this or, you know, it's just his clarity because he's very logically minded. And yeah. I'll go, of course, it's a no brainer. So, <laughs> You know, it's just uh, going with the flow. I try not to be hard on myself these days and go, okay, that happened or that didn't happen, get on with it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm really glad that you raised that because you have done, as you've described on yourself, it doesn't mean you don't have moments where the ego comes in and starts trying to tell you a story about how you should be feeling about yourself. Like you're not immune from that because you've done the work. You do get so much better at dealing whatever comes up, right?
1: Yeah, and for for me, what if I do have and I have had uh, in the past, where I've you know lost it, and as we do, and yeah. um, but you know it's it's then saying. Again, being accountable. So if it's involving somebody else, and I know I've, I've blown off, and I will mostly, uh, hopefully, be able to apologise and say that wasn't directed at you. I'm feeling this way, and I'm sorry if that made you feel blah blah blah. So it's it's um, you know again, it's not holding on to that that pattern, and it's and the guilt associated with. It. We're pretty good at the guilt trips. So it's it's letting letting go of that, and that's part of that whole loop again.
0: Yeah. Um, you also have children and grandchildren, I believe.
1: I do. I yeah, do. You know
0: they're yeah. great your recharge time as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And
1: yeah, my, my kids they've, they've uh, they're hilarious. Actually, they I've got a 26 year old daughter and a 24 year old son, and and uh, you know. It's like, walk into my office if I've got the, they know when my lunchtime is, so very clever. <laughs> and, Hi, mum, how are you? Great. Can you check this for me, please? <laughs> so, <laughs> the arm goes up and I'm testing away.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so they're, they're they're great, and I do I get a lot from them and, and just support support them as well. And and uh, they're they're great fun kids. I have uh, two grandchildren, a, a five-year-old adorable little nearly five girl, and a nine-month-old uh, grandson, and they're they're joy, they're absolute joy
0: outstanding outstanding i love that so so they so when they get older they don't come asking for money but they do come asking for free um consults um you mentioned something there that just had me thinking about so you talked about those different impacts and one of those areas that does have a big impact in in everyone's life right at some point we're faced with grief from Mm -hmm. loss so how would you describe how you would take through someone who who presents there maybe they don't even know that it's the grief that's causing the causing the challenge they're going through or maybe that's exactly what they're there to help you with how how do you help someone through that that's that may be a, a really sensitive part of their life that they even struggle to articulate what's going on
1: yeah. It's very interesting when you're looking at so someone may present they'll they'll say grief, but then uh, or I'm really sad or I'm not dealing with with this situation. So a lot of the time, you know, our physiological um, symptoms would be so this person may have chronic. Asthma, or chronic bronchitis, or you know, a cough that just won't resolve. So you know that there's that that's quite deep grief in the in the lungs. Uh, so the process would be just to again uh, categorise it. Has it got to do with a, an event, a, a person, and why that that would be making them feel so so sad? And you know, so it's 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 like. Maybe they couldn't do something about it, and they feel they've let someone down. Maybe it was a loss, and, and the you know the death of somebody, which is you know that's that's a whole component of its own, which is um, the loss of love, the loss of the dependent, the loss of um, I'm not able to help them anymore. You know, so it's it's just really finding the 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 core issue, I suppose, around uh, what what the presentation is. So, I mean, for myself, I, we lost our, our father and um, it was tremendous grief around it. And without this NET work, I think we all would have been just a mess, a, a mess around it. So very, very powerful tool to, to help us all resolve the, the, um, the grief around his death. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that's something Nick helped me with, a lot with um, as well. So, Can totally uh, agree with that one. Um, So you mentioned there around uh, maybe problems with lung and asthma as an example. Have you had anyone who's who's presented to you and they actually have then that issue has gone away, like asthma, for example? Uh,
1: Absolutely. So even to the point where they're off their medications in an asthma patient, which is amazing. Yeah. So uh, obviously it it takes a little time, but and it's certainly not done. uh, You know. I would never advise anyone to get off your medication. It's it's let's you know work with this and uh, see how how frequently you actually need your your um, prescription. So it's it's definitely uh, resolvable. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I think you've you've included a really important point there is that you you're not telling them to do it. It's just they're having a realization themselves and they are able to make their own choice around that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So with the work that you do and you've got, like I said, you've got that amazing setup up, up there and how it's all branded. I'm starting to understand now when you talked about the um, interior design, you're obviously, uh, that, that flair is still there. Um, what what impact would you love to see in the world from the work that you're doing? Cause it's gonna be more than just the people that present to your um, to your practice, right? What What is the impact that you wanna see from the flow-on effect from your life?
1: You know, the. you would understand this. It takes just one person. So I might see one person in this family, but that that one person would have the ripple then effect throughout their family, which yeah. would I mean, we, we are all energet, energetically connected so you know, a small change in one has to affect the anyone that they're associated with. So you know, anyone that comes to see us, we know we make a difference. So which means they make a difference, and their family makes a difference, and it, and it goes on. So uh, you know, I, my perfect picture would be just to see so much healing, and people just getting on with their. For me, we have a finite night time on this planet. So, you know, to, to not waste it, to be, to be you know, aware of what's going on around us, to you know, do the things that bring us joy and, you know, be kind to people and, and you know, and to ourselves. We have to be kind to ourselves. So, I, you know, I often say to people, well, I will when they're being naughty with themselves. I go, you go outside and give yourself an uppercut right now. <laughs> And knocks some things into yourself. <laughs> and it's really the the yeah. I, I would love to see the that picture of everyone being in a better place. And you know, you're talking the world, and when we can't change that, we can't change the way other people operate or function. But we can yes, how how it impacts us, we definitely uh, can decide how we want to behave around that.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's back to something that I remember thinking many years ago, one person can't make a difference, but, but one person can make a significant difference in their part of the world. And then every person they touch is then connected with people all over the place. So yeah, yeah th- th- there's so much value there. So yeah. given you've done so much work and you've done so much study and you've learned these techniques, I imagine you're still learning. What's something you're learning about now that has really opened your eyes up to, to even more um, new ways of thinking?
1: So I seem to be more, I mean, I do a lot of research just in, for, for the um, health side of things. I'm not constantly webinars, reading, I and mean, that's just part of what I do. But I'm very uh, interested in in more of the energetic work, and with going with the flow there. So I'm, I'm not actually um, involved in anything as such. But I just am noticing I'm gravitating more to that. So whether it's a more of a, a, a inner trust that I'm developing where it's just then naturally flowing for me and yeah and so i probably will go uh to to learn more in in how to engage that for myself which of course will be at the um the benefit to my patients as well yeah Yeah. absolutely
0: and i think this is part of i remember getting a question asked to me about well what do you think would next technology be that will have an impact and to me, it's not necessarily a technology, but it's that exploring that area of energy, and even the concept that um, you know, the makeup of an atom. Most of it's just energy. We're made, we're mainly made up of energy, right? Like, That's and, right. And everyone would know that experience of walking into a room and feeling the energy of of someone, That's, and yeah. what what impact can we have there by what We can do, like you said, that trust around your own intuition and your own guidance. And, um uh, I'm yeah, I'm really excited about what is possible for, for all of us the more we do that work.
1: Yeah, I'm actually reading apart, apart from this wonderful book, <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually, that's great, you've got some great stuff in that, but, um. I'm actually reading. Uh, I don't think this is a relative, but a, a, a doctor by the name of David Hawkins, and the, the title is "Letting Go." And so here is a hits the scientific side of. What energy is all about? So it's actually fascinating why we hold on to things and the the vibration of our energy and and particularly of we've mentioned uh, guilt and, and um, you know hopelessness. that he says that those those emotions are so negative. Actually, anger is a better emotion because at least it's more active and we can actually do something about it. So it's uh, quite quite fascinating to see him as a psychiatrist. But the, the work uh, around energy and and your explanation was perfect. So it's yeah, it's um, that that's the 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 gravitation I'm talking about is moving into into that that side a little more.
0: And it's funny that you mentioned him because no no relation. Um, although I do have a cousin David, it's not him. Um, yeah. That two other times this week. So I'm going to have to look at this book because uh, that's the third time it's shown up. So someone uh, posted a, this picture, the Hawkins scale, and I'm like, okay, I've got a scale now. But it's about uh, it, it contracted and expanded uh, consciousness. I've just that's what I was doing then. I was just digging through my phone to find it. I won't show it up to the screen, but um, yeah, fascinating work. And and it's it is. It's very much an extension of that emotional work, isn't it? It's it's. Yeah seeing how that all ties into the energy side of things. Um,
1: yeah, but it's, working, it's all working towards uh, what we want to be is love. And, you know, everything underneath that is is a lower vibration. So we, we, we want to vibrate higher because yeah. that vibration then goes out and it helps to change people. We become better and we want to be better.
0: Yes. Yeah. Love it. what message would you share with the world if you had 10 minutes to to share a message mm. i'm
1: going to say just in words rather than a sentence it's uh we'll start with letting go for a start <laughs> It's letting, letting go. It's it's trusting yourself. It is uh, enjoying life, doing what brings you joy. It is be kind to yourself and others. Uh, follow that dream, even if it, it isn't a ridiculous dream. Follow it because it's it's there, and, fo- and follow it through. We you know don't give up on things. It's. Uh, I mean, you could talk to Lance, and he says, "Um, oh, you are so stubborn; would not give up on, on what I wanted to do." And you know, here we are today. Yeah. And it's. Um, I know it's. I've, I've benefited from me being, being the way I am. He has followed. He's gone. Well, okay. Well, stuff you. I'm going to do what I want as well. So, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. So, so it's. Uh, yeah. It just. I guys just go for it. It's go for it. Follow through.
0: Perfect. And and be happy. Yeah. And uh, and if you're having trouble with any of those areas then go and see someone like yourself and you can help them um find more of all of those things in their life.
1: Love to be able to help. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Well, Tammy, thank you for taking time out of your weekend to chat with me today. I really appreciate you and I really appreciate the time you've given me today. I know that many people will get a lot of value out of this today, this chat, and um, hopefully enough of them will be curious to come and see you. And we'll put more of your details in the uh, in the notes on the video as well. So, yeah, thank you.
1: Thanks, Ian. Absolute pleasure. It's been a wonderful experience. Excellent. Take-